Hi guys. Hi. Hey guys. Welcome back to the Sitting Down with the Sisters podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Ashley. I'm Ayo. And I'm Temi. Welcome, guys. We've missed you. We've missed you. Um, So, obviously, we're back again with another episode. I think we're on episode 17, if I'm correct. We're very close to 20 all my days. Um, So, in today's episode, obviously, you're going to see it in the title. Today's episode is kind of a continuation from our previous episode in terms of talking about police brutality, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, and just everything that's going on on social media in relations to um, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and everyone that has been um, killed by police, not just in America, but in the UK as well. Um, So, it's just basically talking about the developments anything that has changed from our last videos any updates any new just anything that we maybe haven't covered in our last um podcast that has happened over the past week yep so what are we starting with ayo so to get the first item on our agenda is essentially the new so if you don't know if you haven't been on social media somebody falsified an autopsy result um, regarding George Floyd's death, and we're just going right. to quickly talk about that. Mm-hmm. That in itself, right. like, it's a very, a very juicy topic to start with because it's a very mm. annoying thing. But essentially, yeah. somebody falsified an autopsy, which led to a second autopsy being done by his family. Mm-hmm. Thank God for mm-hmm. them. Must have cost a lot of money. So we yeah. For, we thank God for the donations and the petitions because we need these things. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But yeah, I don't know if anyone wants to talk about that. Uh, you know yeah, you start actually. Uh, can we really be surprised? Are we really, really surprised? Like when they put out the first aut- autopsy, I thought, yeah, this is a pack of lies. Yeah. This is just a, a bag of, craps. of rubbish. Yeah, craps. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, and do you know what's so sad is the fact that the family had to hire someone separately with their own private, um, and yeah, they have yeah. A, a private medical examiner, mm-hmm. and it just makes me think of all the other people who were senselessly killed by the police, yeah. and they didn't have the funds to do that. And their autopsy showed something completely out of this world. Like George Floyd's one, it said that he had underlying health issues, and um, that he okay. suffered. A he yeah, even he saw that he had yeah. apparently he had COVID nineteen in yeah. April. That had nothing to do with him now because he was fine before he died. Imagine someone was like, if someone wrote it perfectly, they wrote George Floyd survived coronavirus, one pandemic, only to be killed by another. Jesus. Wow. So yeah. Wow. In summary, wow. his family went and got that second autopsy, and we thank God for them because they eventually did find out it was due to strang not strangulation. Um, and he was unable to breathe lack of of oxygen yeah Yeah. and so evidently we all knew it's like we already knew so period and the reason and the reason why we knew is because of the video it's blatant we saw it in the video obviously for those people that watched the video he literally died in that video some people even went as far as to say that he died in hospital but you could see he was lifeless in that he, he was already dead. Yep. So that's why that's why we were able to even be so sure that, you know, the autopsy, the first one was wrong. Because Correct. it just, it honestly didn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm is. so glad they had the funds to, um, to hire that. a private um, medical examiner. And leading on from that point, that was what eventually enabled them to charge that officer 
with second degree murder because initially they only tried to charge him with first degree with murder. First degree. I so can't they, believe that. Have meant it was accidental, which we all can see from that video. It was not accidental. No, it wasn't. Um, and also Especially another, a man yeah, was sorry. crying for help. That's not an accident. Because when you see someone crying for help saying they can't breathe, the first thing you do is take precautions and get off them. And so, apart from that as well, another update is that the other officers have now been charged, which we thank God yes. for that. Oh, um, I love this song. The song is ringing, and we are Round of applause. I love it. I love this song. I love Literally. it. And then also <laughs> another update. So obviously there's other people, you know. Other, one thing I saw today which has really upset me is a lot of the people who have been killed through police brutality, murder, um, they haven't, the officers haven't been charged. Um, similarly, Anna Taylor. the, Taylor's officer, so, and it's her, it's her birthday today as, as of... Yeah, it's her birthday. So it is her birthday if you today. can do anything, sign the petitions. We need, we need change. Obviously, this probably won't go up today, but just be aware that her officer still hasn't been charged and she got killed while she was sleeping. In her house. In her house, in her bed. Because of wrong identity. And when they killed her, they left her there for, for her boyfriend to fend for himself and try and get her to... Wow. And they, killed, and they shot her multiple times. So it's... Wow. It's not, so we know what that means. You know what we'll try and do? We'll try and add all the links to the petition. By God's grace, we'll the have them. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll make, sure, I'll make it my personal mission all the links to the petitions for you guys mm. to sign because it's so important like black women need to be protected and supported so at all costs um, we also want to give you an update um of something that's changed here in the uk um so for those of you who weren't aware of Beni Mujinga's case she's a fellow congolese woman who was a key worker um she worked at victoria station and someone uh, just a random citizen passed by her cane spat in her face saying that they had coronavirus and then not too long she passed away also um the uk initially were investigating and they concluded that there was no correlation between the two which i just find absurd even if there is no correlation the citizen should have at least been charged or something because recently something came out about the same thing happening to a police officer someone spat a police officer and joked that they had coronavirus, they've been charged and will be serving time in prison. Um, so something that's changed is that they're planning to, it seems as though they're going to reopen um, the case and there'll be a proper investigation into Beli Mojinga's case. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, honestly. Because... We're just honestly waiting for a statement. Apparently they're going to release something. Right. Not only does she deserve it, but, you know, she has... For those of you who haven't been to the protest, um, I went with my sister on Wednesday and her husband was there, her daughter was there, who's 11 years old, and also wow. other family members. And just seeing the heartbreak in their eyes, it's just, wow. it's hmm. unreal. So yeah, that petition link will also be in the description box. I'll make sure it's there. So please make sure. It literally takes two minutes, guys, to just put your name, your surname, your email address, and then sign petition so please that in itself is evidence that petitions and that have worked are working though because some mm -hmm. people have been saying petitions and that are not working and i'm like 100 percent. like come on of course like it's not going to go to donald trump's throat and hold it and say oh, listen to us <laughs> uncle but like it's, it's getting the you know what i mean but it's getting it's just voices coming together it's and showing just, solidarity yeah, what else do you 100%. want us to do like we, there's only so much 
challenging power. Power, wake up that. Hold on. If so many people are signing this, then okay, maybe we should actually be paying attention. Show solidarity. To reopen our case. So, yeah. yeah, It needs to be done. And also, and just a quick one, just to point out, um, recently in um, UK media, um, if you guys are keeping up with Madeleine McCann's investigation, so something recently came out about a suspect. This is a child that was abducted in Portugal in 2007, a British citizen, and they've been looking for her ever since, and they've just apparently found a suspect. And it's just investing unfortunate. Millions, investing millions. They've invested in the so much in this case. Not to say, you know, that it's not it shouldn't it. be, a, it's not worth it or anything, but unfortunately it just it just makes us wonder if they will do this for a black person or black girl said on good morning britain and piers morgan is controversial if you know who piers morgan is right he Mm. himself said on good morning britain that if it was a black girl he doesn't think he would have had the same we would have had it's not doesn't think it wouldn't have not doesn't there's no doesn't think he a black girl would not have gotten the same attention the case would have been closed ages ago forgotten about like nothing happened I don't think the case would have been open. Let's start there. Yeah, let's let's be real. For all those wondering whether that racism stuff is happening in the UK, that's your answer. Thank you. Do with it as you please. So moving on, the next item on our list is why this racism stuff is not a political issue. Some people have taken it upon themselves to say they're not going to talk about racism because, oh, it's too political for them to talk about. Oh, this is a, politi- this is a political issue. Hmm. It, but no, 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 okay. no. No, no. Because when you want to talk about other stuff, it's not a political issue. But when it yeah. comes to racism, it's a political issue. As we all can see from the going-ons of the last couple of weeks, racism is a humanity issue. And so if you don't talk about it then it's going you're to part show, of the you're part of the showing from your yeah. part that something is wrong i agree literally what you said literally what you said it can't it doesn't make sense that human life is a political issue it doesn't literally. do you know what it is i think some people the reason why some people see it as a political issue and i put that in quotation marks they think i feel like they live in this fairy tale world and they think racism is like an on and off thing so it's like, oh, um, the same way Donald Trump or whoever is, is elected into office, that's a, a one thing. And then we come back four years later. Mm-hmm. That's how they view racism. It's like mm-hmm. when they see, like, for example, the, the murder of George Floyd. Oh, it's come out of nowhere. Oh, this, that's the only reason why people are protesting. Mm-hmm. No, it, that was the catalyst. catalyst. Mm-hmm. But this is a, it's a long time coming. Like, it yeah. is event after event after event after event and also it's also funny how the people that do think um it's a political issue it just happens to always be those people that haven't actually experienced racism or they don't experience it on a daily oh, basis true. if you experience if you experience racism quite often very regularly you would know this is not a political issue you would know it's not really about it, it does have to do with who is in power but racism is a continuous thing regardless mm-hmm. of who is in power when barack obama was in power racism still exists That's very it. much so it's not about so donald trump if even though, like Ashley said, it's a catalyst for it, maybe, but racism, those people that experience racism every day know that it's more than that. It's and way of, beyond that. Yeah, and of course there's legislation that needs to change. There's criminal <laughs> that needs to change. We are very aware of that. But at its core, racism is a hatred issue. It's a humanity yeah. issue. And so if you cannot see that, then you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, we're talking about the lack of empathy people seem to have. And their only thing that they can seem to focus on during this time is the looting and the, the rioting. So mm. girls, 
Go for it. Go for it. Ooh. Do you know <laughs> what? I'm going to try and talk in a, Actually, tell me, you go. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Mine's brief. Like, it just, it honestly goes to show that it's just lack of education. Do you know what? At this point, I don't want to just always blame it on lack of education because it seems as every time I say lack of education, what crosses my mind is the fact that you know, I'm taking away the responsibility that they should have. Yeah. Accountability, yeah. it is your responsibility to educate yourself. So if I just say it's lack of responsibility, lack of education, it's just me like dismissing it, saying that they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. It's your <laughs> responsibility to know better. Mm-hmm. So how can you, like, how is it just about looting? People are not mad. The people that are doing these things, they are very angry. It's more than that. It's beyond um, George Floyd. It's beyond Breonna Taylor. It's things that's been happening for years and generations and generations of black mm-hmm. people so for you to focus on the looting it just comes across i don't know if the word is ignorant it just comes across like i don't know how to really say it just it's a bit insensitive heartless like just just put you just honestly put yourself in a situation where you have been trying to find answers for years your ancestors have been trying to find answers for years nothing has changed it's still the same thing but the only difference now is the fact that now it's being recorded so it's the anger let Literally. people be angry. It's part of a human trait to be angry. And at the end of the day, these corporations that they're crying for to not be looted and everything, they have they can take care of themselves. Don't you worry about them. Mm-hmm. You know, Gucci and all these it. stuff. They're they're absolutely fine. They're going to replace everything very soon. So mm-hmm. don't worry about them. They're absolutely fine. Focus on the issue here. Focus on the matter. If you're one of those people out there saying looting is not the answer, not to say we we agree with it because violence yeah, is still a good thing. But at the end of the day, there is a reason why that is happening. And if you're if you're out here saying, Oh yeah, looting isn't the answer please tell us what the answer is please. that would be a lot better we're listening you know that's yes um just um to emphasize temi's point we do not condone violence we do not condone stealing we do not condone any of those things but what we are seeing is psychological trauma manifesting itself and also what we are also seeing are opportunists a lot of people that have been looting and causing violence are not even the people protesting so please exactly. check your facts before you come and use that as your as your as your argument because it's, yeah. flawed. it's flawed even just to sum up what both of you both i agree with everything both of you said obviously we don't i'm not someone that i agree with looting i don't agree with writing however when you have um something that's been building up not even just for years hundreds and hundreds of years and like temi said we've been trying to find answers we've been trying to do things peacefully colin kaepernick took a knee um Tawaji, the examples I've, I've been saying i've been using Tawaji B. Henson, Viola Davis, they took a stand at um, the award shows when they took the opportunity to talk about Black Lives Matter and just mm. making sure that there were opportunities for black women at these um, television award shows. People still had a problem with that. So it's like, this is a result of just us... Not being listened to. Everything's possible. And it's now like, what do you expect people to do? Like they've basically, peacefully, we've tried every single thing and it's like, we, we're not being heard. So this is now a result of people feeling unheard. Literally. So and as Temi said, the people who are more angry at the looters than the actual killing of George Floyd, Brenna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and so on and so on and so on. There's so many, the list goes on. Um, please give us an answer. If you have a solution, you know, your voice Comment it down below. Please do, because at the end of the day, that's going to help the looting that you're so worried about. That will yeah. stop if we get an answer. So yeah, yeah. Please let us know what we can do. Thank because you. what I'm finding is that all the people saying, you know, all oh, the looting is wrong, the writing is wrong, 
you don't have you're not giving you know an, an not being productive in that aspect you know, we are something else for us to do so please let us know because we would love to hear it we yeah. really would yeah um and moving on from that point we're going to talk about the performative activism because there's a lot of performative activism yeah. going on right now um an example we can give you is if you um if you if you were on social media this week there was the case of blackout tuesday mm -hmm. and just to give you a quick breakdown of what that was people were posting black squares on their um grid um instagram grid or instagram. they were posting black um stories on their instagram story and saying okay we're going to take today out as a day to educate ourselves. Some people misconstrued what it was for, and we'll yeah. touch on that, but what it was meant to do was take the time out to stop posting about yourself, your selfies, your business, whatever you've got going on, and educate yourself on, on systematic racism and how you can be helpful in your community. And you know, and you, can and you could have still posted um, about Black Lives Matter. Mm. But some people, as we saw, um, use that as a cop-out to, to, to post and be a performer as the easy way out because it was less offensive to just post a black square than to actually speak out on the issue and that's what we want to discuss. Mm -hmm. yeah, do you want to go I think like, like I said, um, so I think because a lot of people missed the point of the Blackout Tuesday, like you said, Ayo, it was to stop your own personal posts and as well as educating yourself to still be sharing posts of what's going on, not only in America, but here as well, to raise awareness, um, to educate yourself, all of the above. Um, obviously, the people that decided to use that day as, okay, I'm going to talk today, I'm just going to give this, and I hope this shuts people up and I don't get called out. Um, and you could tell as well who you really use that opportunity to the fullest because mm -hmm. people that had, hadn't spoken up prior said nothing at all, and then all of a sudden, Blackout Black Tuesday, um, hey, I'm going to be silent. But how can you be silent when you never spoke to begin with? It's a bit, oh, okay. And obviously the flip side, the people who use those black squares and you know deep down um, you, you still see racism, as we said earlier, as a political issue. You didn't want to say Black Lives Matter. All you want to say was, I stand with you, that's it. Like it was like a copy and paste message. Because I don't know about you guys, but I saw a lot of the same captions mm. being used in mm. a lot of people's... Um, <laughs> but, and obviously it's not a... There's, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm a teacher. You, um, there's a wrong or right thing to say. But the, I just think there's, there's... You just have to think. Mm -hmm. Just up here. Just use it. Mm -hmm. Use because it. The one if you really feel mm -hmm. it, what you write That's will it. flow from here. That's what I was going to say. Copy and paste. I stand with you, um, my people, my black people, or a hand of a, a white hand and a black hand together. Let's be Come on. smart. Like, show you actually care, because we can tell. Yeah, we can tell. Honestly, I would rather you say nothing than pretend. I literally said that on my story. And yes. it was like, I would prefer that you just it, said nothing. It comes across like a mockery, yeah. you know? <laughs> Like you're mocking the movement. Just be quiet. I even have some brands as well who, you know, you've been very hypocritical in regards to the issue of race. And then you saw that opportunity is, oh, let me put... And you latched onto it, took it. Yeah, and you know that people have called you out like this you. You know, this was you a few years ago and this is what you have to say. It's not just to make sure it's, it's adding up. Your actions yeah. and what you have to say and your... 
your brand as a whole and what you stand for, it needs to it yeah, needs align. To, yeah, because this is not a trend. Stop making sense. This is not a trend. Like some of you might feel like this is a trend, and I just want you to understand this is not a trend. It's like, real life. Something that we're going to talk about today, and then tomorrow we're going to go about our normal life. That no, Black Lives Matter is a movement. It's not mm. just a moment. It's a movement. I saw someone mm. post that. It's not a moment. Oh, I love that. Like it's it's actually something that's affecting us it's institutionalized it is systemic like our lives have to still go it, on it and it depends and, on it our future generation our kids have to go through our great grandchildren need to go yeah. through we're f- if anything we are fighting for ourselves we're fighting for them i don't want to leave this world knowing that this has not been sorted out and my children or my grandchildren would not be protected imagine that's that true. that's scary that's as hell like i don't true. it's not needed it's not needed honestly I'm, and yeah sorry go, um, on, go, on, go, on, go on um in terms of the um blackout tuesday the only thing I have, I have to say, I remember doing a bit of research on it as to where it came from, and apparently, two black women in the music industry started. Yeah. And ideally, it was a, it was just supposed to be about the music industry, um, just um, sort of re- refrain, re- sort of like holding their talents for a little bit, just to you know speak out about the issue. So the hashtag was um, Blackout Tuesday, and the show must be stopped. Yeah. Um, yeah. For that day, and obviously, <laughs> everyone not took it out of context, but they took it upon themselves to almost replace it with the black lives matter hashtag and obviously mm. a lot of people made the mistake me included when i first posted it um i did use the black lives matter hashtag and i saw someone on twitter posting the black lives matter hashtag the screenshot of it and the blackout tuesday and there were all black screens which is unfortunate because the black lives matter hashtag is meant to you know educate people yeah, rather than just a black screen you know there. so that was the only thing that was where that was where the black blackout tuesday came from and that's what people ended up doing but obviously with me after i I got more confirmation and was educated by i took out the black lives matter but unfortunately some people did not get that information but obviously moving forward now like today this happened on tuesday it's the black lives matter is back to normal and you know people can educate themselves and see what the movement is all about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is just also our segment of our of this discussion to say we don't we know not everybody's going to speak out in the same way in it we are completely cognizant of that fact 100%. but what's important is that when you do choose to speak out it shows that you actually care about what you're talking about. like don't just do it for doing its sake is the yeah, yeah. right that. um our next item is education is key because there are, there's no more time for excuses out here um, I've seen a lot of black people saying this and I, I do agree to be fair it's time for us to stop educating people about what racism is because you know like yeah. you well you fully know and Google is there it's free I was going to say that free of charge because as well as racism if you want to educate yourself on other things you go to the internet you ask people around you you take it upon yourself to do so that is the same with racism do the same thing educate yourself and if you and it's not just enough to educate yourself educate the people around you let people know what they're saying like for example i the video of the white girl that was speaking to i believe that was her family member about the issue of racism she was educating because she knew what it was and now she was telling her family member that is how word spreads around it's not just for you to know and keep it within you you know, talk to your community, talk to people that you know will struggle to understand, explain it to them, let them see it from a different perspective from you. And I feel like that's the difference. Like, I'm open to having a conversation and enlightening people mm-hmm. about certain aspects. But when mm-hmm. I, I feel like when it comes to the basics of racism, racial injustice, inequality, White privilege. yeah, all of those things, I feel like, why am I educating you about something that's freely accessible mm-hmm. via the internet? And it's like it's like the video that I came across. I sent to you guys. Um, shout out to my friend Nana. She worded it perfectly. It's like 
black people for so long, we've been explaining ourselves. We've been explaining to people to, about our hair, um, how we say our name, etc. So it's mm. like, just think of like before you ask someone, you know, oh, can you like talk? Just think of how tired we are. Exhausted. We've been explaining. We've been educating. Mm. We've been doing. X, we've y, been doing it, and look where we still are. Right, like it's not hard. To, there's so many documentaries available. There's so many books available on these sort of things. And all it takes is you just taking the time out and just opening your laptop or using your phone and searching. Because I feel like it really stems in, you know, laziness and entitlement, I feel like. Yeah. When, um, 100%. when you know, it's like, oh, can you, can you teach me? Can you show me? Can you? Obviously, I haven't had anyone say, oh, can you teach me? But... You know, when they ask certain questions of like, oh, you know, where it originates from, but they're like, Google is there. Hmm. I, I need to keep my mind uh, at peace. Like, it's already overwhelming as it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, also, so- even, e- even as... Even as black people, like, even though our history is not really in our faces, like, they don't teach it in school and everything, where do you think we've had to learn it from? We've had to educate ourselves via the internet as well. Mm -hmm. It's literally what you are doing that we had to go ahead and do. Mm -hmm. The only difference is we are more passionate about it because this is about about us. us. And maybe our family members have told us about it, but... Exactly. We've had to be exactly. So. Exactly. It's not. It's not like we lived in slavery and we knew exactly what happened. We had to educate mm-hmm. ourselves too. So, yeah. So go and it do it. It wasn't taught in depth. It wasn't taught with great context, like mm-hmm. other topics, like oh Henry and his eight wives, the Battle of Hastings, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. We took mm-hmm. out our time. Do you know what's so crazy is that I've never ever come across a black person that's complained about the fact that it wasn't in our curriculum. We it's just bad. got just got on with it. Yeah. It's sad, but we just got on with it. Yeah. So, but do you know with, yeah. do you know what it is? Um, just a quick one in terms of like our curriculum and everything, especially like obviously we live in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I was speaking to a friend and we were speaking about the whole history of um, black people and how it's not incorporated in curriculum here in the UK. And Absolutely. he raised a he raised a point, and I don't know if I agree with it, and I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on it. Right. I was going to wait for the podcast because I was going to discuss it before, but I thought it'd be good for the podcast. Um, what do you guys think of the fact that? how do i put it we live in the uk i yeah. know what you're gonna say this is yeah this is not we're not from here at the end of the day you know mm-hmm. we are because at the end of the day they brought us here slavery whatever but this is not our land if we look deep into history we're not from mm-hmm. here we're from right. africa so do you think it should because they are teaching their history this is their, their land they're teaching their history to us you know do you feel like it should be incorporated in a sense of you know we're here now you know, we're, we're British citizens, we're here now, so our history should be incorporated in the curriculum, or do you agree with the fact that, fair enough, we're not from here, and, you know, if you really look at schools back home, they are teaching their history. If you look at Germany, they are teaching their history. If you look at America, they're teaching their history. Do you feel like it should be like that, or history should be incorporated? Because if we don't, because if we're incorporating black history into the curriculum here, we should be incorporating all different all types history. of history, Asian <laughs> history, things like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? So, what do you think of that? But the reason why, like, I get, I honestly understand what he's saying. Um, but the reason why I would say I don't agree is because I think um, the curriculum here has hidden a lot of um, British history anyway, in terms of colonialism and... Um, just, slave trade. Yeah, slave trade. What like, they did, they're part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're part of it. Like, it's, it's, they're, they're very focused. The history here and the curriculum here, they're very focused on, okay, 
um, how it almost like benefited them. How, we, how it made um, them great. Uh, yeah, so I feel like it's very, like it's not actually, I'm not saying it's not real, but it's very hidden and sugar-coated. Same thing, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah, Watered down, yeah. I feel like that's where that point is kind of flawed because the history here, they're not even 100% honest yeah. in regards to their mm, I agree. Their, their, the history here involves our history. Yeah, it's sort of incorporated in itself, yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. And my only point would be, we, you don't have to teach it, but if you're going to teach it, don't do it in the systemic racist way you've done it. So, for instance, the only reason they're teaching it about us is to continue to further our victim and slave mentality, because that's the only thing mm. they tell us about, right? Maybe mm. they give us one little little dot of Mary Seacole that she was a nurse, or they'll do that, you know, different little mm. dots, but you don't tell us the richness of our history so i'd prefer you just don't talk about it period or mm. and but if you're going to talk about it talk about the richness of our history the fact that you still have our artifacts in your museum the fact that yeah you stole these things from us honestly like black history there. how they teach it is so dark and it just it just I mean, makes like, you feel so we're about. that is why this whole like what africa looks like is never portrayed in a positive light you know yeah. it's always <laughs> portrayed like it's some you know not somewhere you'd want to go but really go. truly the riches and in africa just, are never it spoken just furthers about. their narrative and basically just, just don't talk about it in, like i would prefer it i'll do it justice yeah um, i agree this the next point is just to like to debunk a little myth that people have been trying to throw around as like an argument towards racism is like oh but look at all you guys killing each other black on black crime black on black crime is not a thing it doesn't yeah. exist it's not if you live in a predominantly white area you'll see that it's majority whites killing whites the same way if you live in an area where the population the is black, black that's who the crime it's is crime it's just crime. It's crime crime is crime white on white crime black and black asian is crime is crime. crime killing someone is killing someone so i don't understand why the narrative of black and black black and black crime exists and people black people are actually taking that in as something mm-hmm. and do you know what it is the reason why i i don't want to say i understand the reason why i feel like people use that and you know utilize it and make it a thing is because at the end of the day we have to be honest in the sense where the black community needs some work Definitely. And that's absolutely fine. It needs some work, but at the end of the day, saying black on black crime does not justify anything. It doesn't no. bring a solution. It, it mm-hmm. just understand that crime is crime. Like period. And it almost like they when people say that, it's almost like they try to justify mm-hmm. or make it's like one a rebuttal to racism. Worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even that statement, black on black crime, just even when you really, really look at it. So basically what they're trying to essentially what they're saying is oh but you have black boys killing other black boys. Black boys don't kill other black boys because they're black. That is it. Oh my wow, god. Wow, Ashley. Oh my god. That I is so that is like it. That. It's an, it's n- wow. <laughs> I have never look at never heard a black person killing a black person because they're black. And now you wanna put it on the same pedestal as racism. It's not that like that's how they do not even correlate. Black boys do not kill other black boys because oh he's black. Let me take him off the road. No, they kill him because they might have issues or whatever. Hundred percent underlying issues or they come from different postcode whatever areas whatever it is. It's not because oh he's black. It's never been ever 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 been because he's black. And a lot of our issues in black communities stems from institutionalized racism the reason right, we have yeah. ghettos the reason we, but we are not going to talk about that because that's not the topic of today's that's video, a whole other video. just so you know okay um moving on why we can't rely on celebrities influencers brands to stand with us 
why we shouldn't be looking to them, why we can't rely on them. Virgil Abloh, the owner of Off-White, we're talking to you. Um, Virgil, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, okay, let me, I'm going to keep it to Virgil's with you. Yeah, yeah keep it to Virgil's. Um, I'll keep it to <laughs> Because the reason we're talking about this is because I think a lot of, like, in this time, you've seen a lot of people come out on social media and be like, oh, this brand should say something. The celebrities are not saying Almost something. begging. Do you know what I mean? Begging them and it's like, do you know what? Why? Celebrity culture has influenced us to think these people are, are higher than us, as if we're I not human. Almost. You know I mean? We can't rely on them. We can't. Of course, there's the... Sorry. Sorry, just to give some backstory, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it, I feel like who hasn't seen it? Mm-hmm. But just in case, you know, there might be some people who aren't on social media like that. Um, Virgil Abloh, Abloh, I don't really know anymore. Um, he is the CEO of the brand Off White. Um, he posted a screenshot of a donation that he gave to a black organization that obviously contributes to what's going on today, like racial, all of those things. Black Lives Matter, whatever. Um, and the donation was $50. Um, obviously, some of you might be thinking, okay, but what have you donated? What have you... That's not the point. The point is, he is worth over... What is it? Like four... Million. Yeah, over $4 million. And he donated $50. And you didn't have to share it with us. That's the thing. You didn't That's need to put it thing. on social. So the fact you that could you have honestly there... And you could have honestly, like, if you really wanted to make it clear and make say that you know you've donated, you could just say you donated. You yeah. don't need to say that. Yeah. And I think he knew. I think there. he had a because you must know that that's going to come. You, he's a very problematic person because when it comes to racism and these things, he's always never portrayed in a positive light. This is not the first time <laughs> Virgil has been involved in, in in things like this, and it makes me question a lot of things because I've seen people, I've seen both sides. I don't know this man personally, but I've seen both sides. I've seen his colleagues and other people say he has done a lot for the black community i'm not yeah. taking that away i'm not saying he hasn't he yeah, we're not taking that but that mistake was very expensive it was out of mm. order it, was, it came across inconsiderate like especially you being a black man as well and in his apology he had the nerve to say something about oh when i apply for jobs i have to what job are you applying for ceo Virgil, you work for louis vuitton which job are you applying for you just said, what yeah. are you applying for what what are you applying for? What do you need that not what do you need that you don't get because at the end of the day, just because you don't have you have money does not mean you have it all. But what what are you applying for? Like, what are you insinuating with your statement? Like we people have brought up your employee list. All your employees are white. He started his apology all with um, I'm dark skinned, I'm dark dark. Where we get it? What are you getting at? He just seems very like out of touch. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. Like he just like he's not really with it. Like he's not there. And to broaden that, that's why we're saying you can't rely on these people because a lot of them are out of touch. A lot mm-hmm. of them have. I've seen that, a lot of them have showed you know, their asses. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of them have gotten to that position where it's like normal humanity is hard for them to even. It's, yeah. It's like money yeah. and position and fame. Yeah. It's like yeah. twisted what humanity is meant to mean to them. And this is why I'm on defence when it comes to influencers and celebrity and public figures speaking out because obviously we have people like Virgil, we have other people that are not really, you know, the brightest in everything. Just those are the people you say open your purses to because when it comes to words, you're not the best. You're, you Just open your purses. Open in terms purse. of other people, <laughs> you know... I don't know, just sit out of just honestly sit out of it. We can do this without you. Sit out. What about the other people that are making a difference? Um, J- 
Jackie Aino, John Boyega, no, no. Kiki Palmer. Like, they are speaking oh, out. They are doing, like, even J. Cole. I'm seeing Kanye recently. Like, they, they are making difference. They're out there protesting with these people mm. doing what they can. Also, that's why I feel like, you know, what that's they're why I feel like they're, they're human. And that's what a lot of celebrities are not showing. But those ones, yeah. they're showing that they're human and they understand. Yeah. So right. obviously, I'm I'm on the fence. You know, you're always gonna get people that are always gonna do the most and not doing a positive light, and you're always gonna get the ones that will bend their backs just to make sure their voices are heard in a positive way. Correct. So you know, like John Mayer has put his whole career on the line, and we salute him with everything that we have in us. Because and someone said know. something by the, oh. sorry, Ayo. Someone said something about the John Boyega issue, and and it made so much sense. They said um, it's so funny how John Boyega's um, career might be on the line, and he knows it. But people at like Ariana Grande, all these people that are also speaking out racism, Billy, Billy Eilish, and you know their their careers aren't on the line. Yeah, like, it's funny, you know, it's, it's funny. very funny how their career is not on the line. So this is part of the issue. You know, we just need to honestly like support John Boyega with at all costs because that, that man has to he has to go places you know as a black community we owe him he's put his career on the line and by god's grace you know more people would want to work with him after this right moving <laughs> on we wanted to talk about <clears throat> um jackie Ina and how she's been instrumental so we just talked about john Bega. And we just want to talk about how Jackie Aina has been instrumental in, you know, leading a revolution in the beauty industry, um, mm -hmm. getting brands that pull up or shut up, which I... The I'm hashtag that, that has recently surfaced a few days ago. She um, made a video about it and yeah, explained what it is. Exactly. And essentially... Also Shout out to you, Jackie. Honestly, I'm... Sis. She's a queen. Jackie Bots, like, like, if you obviously you never know you're watching it, but you're doing an amazing job. We love you. Yes, yes. but um, uh, yeah, she, she's basically getting brands to pull up those employee lists and show us if you've got black people in your executive and managerial roles at wonderful. your businesses. And do you know what she's doing as well? She's very strategic with it because she's not calling for all brands to do it. Those specific brands, those specific corporations and organisations that have decided to stand up and speak and say Black Lives Matter oh, yes. or say whatever it is about the situation. You brands that have done those things, we love you, thank you. However, let's see your executive boards, let's see your employees lease, let's see the people that work for you, let's see the, let's see the ethnicity, let us see the people that represent you. Mm -hmm. and what the thing is the whole point of her doing the whole point of her doing that is not just to show us or reveal whatever to show themselves as well you are speaking about a topic that's very passionate to a lot of people but what are you even doing, doing about, about it? it what does your organization say in terms of um equality because a lot of organizations do you know how much training you have to do these days to talk about equality and this and that but really and truly when it comes to the interview room because i am black you don't want to give me the because job because my name is ayo no you don't want to give it no. to me. You don't even want to come close to, you know, um, come like asking me to come in for an interview because you're already unconsciously or consciously biased from my CV and the name you find on it. Yeah. We don't get chances. I think we just want to see if these brands, if what you're really saying is manifesting into your actual company. Day-to-day -day operation. And if it's not, start doing so now. Because right you can speak and do Blackout Tuesday all year. 72 hours. I think it's even how many hours now? Probably next? 48 now. Yeah. You can speak all you want on your TL about Blackout Tuesday, but if you're not actually implementing these things in your business, then you're chatting somewhere. Void. We don't want to hear it. Dirty. And you know what? Especially with these um, 
um, makeup um, organizations yeah. and these um, beauty brands and all yeah. these things majority of the people that make you your money let's be real are black women because you know we're into these um we're into the fashion world we're into um hair businesses makeup businesses and someone pointed out another thing on social media a lot of these beauty brands that are speaking out about equality and black lives mattering you haven't even created foundation shades for the people you are talking about wow wow Oh. So, oh. you know, it's all nice to speak up. We, we listen, thank you. But, <laughs> wait, wait. Point. Like, look like you oh. know what you're talking about. Look like it, at least. You look know, like your ambassadors. Your ambassadors, you have 40 white girls and one black girl and one Asian girl. It's not oh. you know, Like, look, honestly, look, look into that and understand why black people ethnic minorities are not represented properly how would they how can how they? would they be represented how can they be rep- how can they be represented properly when majority of your employees and your staff members are white hmm. how can we feel like your products are for us if we're not even we're, we're not a thought we're not even an afterthought talk less we're not even a the target audience we're not there but we're still the ones giving you the coins we're still the uh, ones investing we're still the ones putting our money there the thing is we're not telling you now to cut out your white employees of course not no. we would never say that doesn't make sense let yeah. us feel included as well give yeah. us the same opportunities as you are giving them as well more time you, know? you use our outrage as part of your publicity stunts you release your foundation shades list and and we know you knew there was only five shades for but you're still gonna do it anyway because you know someone's gonna call you out on twitter bad publicity is publicity at the end of the day and you're happy with that you're part of the problem stop posting black lives matter because we see right through you you don't care you know like i said if you're not going to speak on the put um if you're not going to actually support the movement properly do not do it at all just close like it's actually it's actually really really cheeky like the only sorry i actually can't get over the point you made tell me about the foundation shades because you like it's you have 35 shades to cater to caucasian women and then you have five shades which are mocha coffee um cappuccino hmm. coffee um this podcast alone shows you how diverse our skin tone can be talk less you've got nikki on instagram you've got nima tang you've got jackie Einar. you've got winnie harlow what's it it's not one shade to fit all three of us thank you tell us how you really feel is that even ignorance at this point at this point you're just i don't even know what it is that's like they know what they're doing they know know what they're doing i agree they know what they're doing they have to but genuinely not part of their target audience that's what i believe and it's not even in their thought process we're not even in their strategic meetings when it comes to the look of their brand we're not part of it so stop what? pretending on social media when these topics come up. We're speaking, we're telling brands to speak up, but not just to speak up. Do something about it with your organizations. That's why pull up or shut up. Shut up. And shut up. Hold it. Zip it. Don't say it best. Okay, so next year, we want to talk about something because we are girls, we're quite, as, as, as we as girls, sorry, are quite empathetic and we really care about the way people have been feeling during this time. We know mm-hmm. that many people huh, talk less of us like have been feeling it like i don't know how mm. many i've just been in my bed more time for the last week or, like it's just been and i think do you know what it's just it just makes it a lot worse that this happens to this happens to be around lockdown as well it's just everything is piling yeah. up together this year has just 
it's just i don't know it's a sad time at the moment it's a sad time at the moment so obviously just to share with you guys that you're not alone we're all feeling like literally in our group chat we're asking each other how we feel and how everything is because some people are just not coping at the current moment and you know we're here for each other and you're not alone you're not alone and try as much as you can to laugh during this time i've found that just calling up the girls we there was one night us three we was on the phone (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Like, <laughs> that laughter really helps it does scientifically helps you anyway so yeah a way to almost burn out from all the social media stuff because it can really finish you if you're not it careful. can be a lot it you can know? be it can honestly be a lot right. yeah. check up on your people i just have conversations obviously i feel like the conversations right now are definitely um i feel like they're around race all of these things but it's okay to have conversations like how are you yeah what are you going through mentally yeah um and just obviously taking time out off of social media because there was even this it's quote, important a lot of people have been seeing it there's this quote you know you're trying to find a balance between staying present and stay, staying present and remaining aware of what's going on but also mm. mental health is good mm. um, and obviously so like, true I'll, I'll feel i'll even feel guilty i'll feel like okay well i'm here saying like it's too much to read well what about the people who are actually experiencing this who are actually hmm. the, the families who have lost their what's it their loved families, ones yeah, their loved ones to the senseless killings and so just we just want to let you know that it's not guilty you shouldn't feel guilty to just take time out and take that. time off of social media because the the way like we said in the previous video the way we're absorbing and taking in information at the rate and the severity and the just the quantity mm-hmm. it is it's out of this world it's, it's like, overwhelming it's like never before Not normal. yeah you have, to, you have to take time out for yourself and do things that make you happy yeah. don't neglect pouring back into yourself whether, whether it's praying being in god's word exercising finding videos that make you laugh watching movies whatever it is don't neglect that because it's so now more than ever it's so important like definitely and uh i guess our final like roundup point which is going to be like our conclusion is is this a revolution is this a movement is this something that we think is yes make lasting change or what i'd like to say yes what you mm-hmm. start actually? No, you, my answer is yes. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll no, you a, go. You go. This. You go. With I have this a one. viewpoint yeah. on this one. Um, <clears throat> so, I genuinely <laughs> believe that this is. I genuinely have been feeling that there's a shift going on, and I genuinely mm. believe it in my heart of hearts because there's something different about this time, and I'm so grateful to God for social media because I think that is the main thing that's made it different this time. Right. Um, Might have started as a hashtag. Of course, social media was out, but the way people were the way people used it probably wasn't to the, the way we use it now. And the way mm. people are using it now, it's like my whole TL for the last week has been the same thing every single same. day. And I like it that way. I'm not going to lie to you. Every I time I wake it. up in the morning, I fear that people have forgotten, but I still see the same things. People are still talking about it. Yeah. Just to show that this is not a trend. It's so, not a trend. Yeah. And so for me, it is a revolution and it will only remain a revolution if we're doing the right things. And what I'll say is the right things to do, continue to talk about it continue praying about it because what people don't realize is as much as it's a humanity issue who creates it's humanity is god so yeah. it's a it's a it's a stronghold it's a demonic thing going on racism is demonic like hmm. i know it sounds what <laughs> but it is so prayer being in the word is essential and just hmm. 
reminding ourselves that we're not going to just be woke for now because for us all three of us this is not just something we're woke about now if you you have a a pro-black video on our channel like we talk about these things amongst the time but what is important is the things we're learning during this time don't allow them to go to the back of our brains and just you know just go away and just go away black business if you have to become more intentional about where you're shopping do that if that there's so many things we can do there's so many things we're learning. and in 100%. order to be a complete revolution we need to be active Continue. for real yeah. i agree, agree. Right. actually do you want to go um my answer is very short and sweet do i think it's a revolution yes it is um what i said to like this this i can't even explain it this feeling of feeling this feeling of this is it yeah. Like there's just there's no other explanation. Even just her, I was saying, you know, there's a shift going on, not just physically but spiritually yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so I would just this is just for believers everywhere to continuously be in prayer because mm. during this time I feel like we don't want to miss out on what God is telling us as individuals to do mm-hmm. and to contribute to our society as well as as a collective. So I genuinely believe there's a shift, like a real shift happening. Um mm. And I genuinely believe that this is it. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I'm grateful that I'm able to witness this. Same. And someone even tweeted, I'll finish with this. Someone even tweeted that, um, you know, the year 2020 is going to be one for the history books. Really? And I don't want it to be a thing that my read about 2020 and they ask me, okay, well, mum, what did you do? What's changed? Or oh, what's yeah. changed? Yeah, what, did you, what no. did you do to, you know, you were, how old were you in this movement? And what did you do? And I don't want to answer them and be like, oh, well, you know, I didn't really... Mm. No, I want to tell them like your, your mum was about I was, me. I was, I was on the front line. I was there. You don't know about your mum. I was there. 100%. <laughs> Mate, I thought, tell me what I want to say because I've got like two quotes to leave the video with. So if you want to. Okay, cool. Mine, mine as well, short and simple. Is it a revolution? It is. It's a revolution. As a Christian, I believe it's a revolution because at the end of the day, you have to keep the faith. So it is a revolution it. in itself, you know. That's it. um, and I'm honestly trying to stay positive that things will shift, things will change. But obviously, I can't deny that, you know, we have been here before and we're still mm, here. You know, mm, we've been here before. Mm. Things have happened before. Black Lives Matter, the hashtag started in 2013 and we're still here in 2020, seven years after. Mm. But it's a thing where, by God's grace, honestly, like, this can't all be in vain. Mm. This can't yeah. all be, be in vain. Even Brianna Taylor, her, her case has been reopened. You know, they're looking into it. You know, oh, things that have happened from the past, they're not letting it slide. The petition's almost done for Sandra Bland. You know, her situation, her um, death or her case might be reopened as well. So things from the past, it's not just about the present moving forward. Things from the past as well, these people need to be taken, um, be put into justice and responsibility needs to be, you mm-hmm. know, um, shared or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah. i do that i do feel like there is there is definitely a, re- um, a revolution and by god's grace that is the case there's one thing in hoping it is and there's one thing in be in it actually being one mm-hmm. so by god's grace this is a revolution we are going to see change these organizations are going to step up you know yeah. black people we are equally as important we're equally as beautiful our melanins will continue to pop our children are going to you know live an amazing life without having to feel they're going to die in the hands of police officers and disguising yeah. in kkks you know we are going to flourish in many ways regardless Wonderful. of any other <clears throat> ethnic ethnicity or any other backgrounds think of us and last thing i want to say of course it's a revolution and i think i mentioned it earlier in the video as black people even though it's a different conversation but as black people we need to thrive thrive within our community as yeah. well we need to love yeah. each other we need to continue doing it's that. our time we do that it's our time we're ready like we've been ready so the fact that we want them we want these 
exactly we want these people to listen to us there's a revolution let's say they are starting to listen to us these things are starting to within ourselves we need to listen to each other too, i think it's also going to happen you know yeah. I can't be the and just to round up to just completely summarizes there's a difference and the, i think one major reason why there's a difference is because our generation we don't take stuff lying down we speak with the difference between our our parents generation is they were so oppressed to the point where it was like they had to become complacent with what was going remember, on because yeah. speaking up about it what was that they could have lost still, their job do, do they you know what got, um um what's it um deported they, lots of yeah things yeah yeah but like 100%. us lot is different and you can even still see the difference in today's generation like in terms of how our parents speak to us about these things i don't know about you guys even my mom is like oh they they get it like don't go to the process like the, yeah. it's like they're it's more... like millennial millennials we're more outgoing we're more outspoken i'm like mom like it just goes to show in their generation it's not like they didn't do much not to discredit what they did yeah, yeah. but we're speaking up it's now you know, we're not having it we're not yeah. having it we're yeah they still it. have that fear as well you know yeah like, they do yeah they and we do. don't want to this by god's grace by so, god's yeah. grace god has, god has given us the power we are the chosen generation to change this and we're not going to mm-hmm. uh, let, let, it go. let, let it pass us by exactly i'm sorry but we're not we're not the ones you've got the wrong ones this time um yeah, yeah. The of favor of power love and sound mind and because i have all of those things baby let's go square up Period. So Period. Two, two quotes to leave you beautiful people with. The first one is, if you've ever wondered what you'd do during slavery, the Holocaust, or the civil rights movement, you're doing it right now. So whatever you're doing hmm. right now, if you're wondering what you would have been like during that time, you're doing it right now. So hmm. take the opportunity by the hand, like by the, I don't know what they call it, take the opportunity by, by the neck. By the neck and do what you need to do. And to end this video with this last quote, it is, what if 2020 isn't cancelled? What if 2020 is the year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw, that it finally forces us to grow. A year that mm. screams so loud, finally awaken us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change, declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. Mm. 2020 isn't cancelled, but rather the most important year of them all. When I saw that, I said, yeah, period. And that's what that's the energy I'm going forward with. So I'm sure my girls are too. So, mm-hmm. We know yeah. it. Yeah, so it's painful. It's been a painful year, but change has to happen. You know, change can't happen overnight. So So thank you guys for watching, everyone. We love you so much. Keep educating yourself. Keep keep being hopeful. Keep praying. Change is coming. All right. We love Honestly, you so much. We really do. We appreciate the support. The comments that continue the conversation respectfully, wisely as well. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.